Welcome to Cardboard Conjecture. We're a podcast about board games where we have opinions and conclusions formed on the basis of incomplete information. This episode of Cardboard Conjecture is brought to you by these great Saskatoon businesses. Amazing Stories Comics on 8th Street, Dragon's Den Games on 8th Street, and Breakout Escape Rooms on Faithful Avenue. Hello there and welcome. This is the Cardboard Conjecture Podcast and I'm your host Norm. And on this episode, going to talk about some games of late. And it is a top five show episode. And on this episode, we're going to have back Ryan from uh, Mr. Rao Gaming Rants and Reviews and the Meeple Dungeon to talk about our favorite IP and top five retheme picks. Cardboard Conjecture is proudly sponsored by Amazing Stories Comics on 8th Street in Saskatoon. They're the winner of the Joe Schuster Award for Best Comic Book Store in Canada, and they were also nominated in 2016 for the U.S. Eisner Spirit of Comics Retailer Award, presented at Comic-Con. Amazing Stories' amazing collection of comic books, board games, puzzles, and collectibles can be found in their store or on their new online website. And welcome back. This is Cardboard Conjecture. Let's get to some games of late. And uh, yeah, pretty much two games that I've played uh, most recently. And uh, uh, the last time uh, in Gamer's Garage, we played El Grande. And uh, El Grande was my pick. Um, and we played El Grande and El Dorado. It was the L game. So let's talk about El Grande first. Uh, uh, I've always um, talked about El Grande as the... Uh, quintessential area control area movement kind of game and uh, yes it's it's one of the first uh, not the first ones but it's one of the um, older games and let's get through some details so it's Wolfgang Kramer or Cromer and uh, Richard Ulrich and this game is designed in 1995 and uh, yeah it um, I think publisher hands and Gluck but uh, I have the the Z, uh, real grande game the big box and uh, I've only played, now I must admit that I've only played the base game. There's all these expansions in there. And uh, I think the first one is the King's Expansion. And it adds your own deck rather than having to access the, 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 the initiative market deck, I guess, or, or, or tableau. Um, and uh, yeah, the, I start, I'm starting to think now that uh, it, it was revolutionary for its time, but the... It's like it's like putting up a, a you know a 1965 Mustang compared to a most recent you know edition of that car. Um, there has to be homage and respect paid to the original, but the advancements in technology and methodology and thinking and hybridization and 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 reemphasis and and creativity and ingenuity. Um, this the game felt a little one-dimensional to me. I have to admit. Uh, now, <laughs> I as I said, I have not yet played with the the King's expansion. Um, before I before I uh, <laughs> uh, say that El Grande has lost its luster, I want to play that that for, that uh, King's expansion and and see if it is in fact that idea of okay. 
now you've understood the base game, let's turn this engine on. I hope it's that. Uh, we'll get, I'll get back to you on that one. Um, but the other game that we played was uh, El Dorado, and that's a Reiner Knizia uh, game. And uh, it is such a cool deck builder race game where you're starting, uh, everybody's starting at one point, and you have this uh, hex map um, of a tile, like multiple hexes in this tile with, with random uh, terrain. You have jungles, you have sand, you have obstacles, you have, yeah, there's all these things in this terrain that are coincide with the, the cards that you have in your hand. Uh, and that's your movement through the, the relative and the connected terrain. And there's rules that you can break in regards to pl playing more cards in order to do a, you know, a smaller move. But, um, I picked up this game because a lot of people talked really good about it, and I love deck building. I love race games, and uh, yeah, this is fun. This is totally fun. There's, there's, it's not one of those you know high cognitive load games where you know antiquity kind of thing. No, this is a race game. It is fun. It is a crazy market. There's such a cool way in how you replenish the market is that once it's empty. Whoever goes to the sub-market to purchase something brings in a new element to the current market. And I'm probably using all the wrong, you know, identifiers, but eh. Um, so, uh, yeah. I mean, the first time I played, it was taught to us by Dave at, at, in the same Gamers Garage session. session. And uh, uh, the, uh, Jordan and Dave had played this a lot, and I think Jeff had played this once or twice. I've never played it, but... Wow, I mean, I, I think it came in next to last, last. I came in at the end um, and uh, I had so much fun. It was so much fun. And we played the, the, the base map and there's so much more to explore. There's so much more variability to this game. Uh, there's uh, an expansion that it doesn't cost the same of, as another game. So that's a bonus lately. Uh, so yeah, I, I played those two at Gamer's Garage and um, uh, had, a, had a thing that I've uh, been waiting on to do in regards to like health wise and uh, recovering a little bit. And in this recovery, I, I've been playing a lot of cribbage online at Board Game Arena. And uh, I remember learning cribbage when I was in grade five, grade six. Uh, a friend of mine across the street taught it to me, and uh, his grandfather, of course, his grandfather taught it to him. And uh, yeah. This uh, and played tons of cribbage in high school and college and and uh, it, it just it kind of I think I think once distractions happen and, and just life continues, you, things just kind of fall to the side. But uh, yeah, that brought back a ton of memories in regards to uh, hand evaluation. And um, it's uh, the, the I mean, there's a randomness to it. You're drawing cards, you're, you're making a cut from the deck, but. The ability to mitigate the randomness in regards to working the probabilities out. And also, <laughs> I had so much fun because I, I would always play uh, in, in, in university. I would always play against a couple friends of mine. And uh, how you just read how other people play the game, right? Getting set up for, you know, a triple three for, for six points kind of thing, right? Um, it, it, just those, all those things. It's like leading with a four. Oh, I bet you have an ace to back that up to get a 15-2, right? Uh, that whole, all of those kind of like uh, meta parts of the game. 
Uh, just love it. I, I have so much fun with that game. I never thought that I was a big probabilities guy. Um, I'm, I know I'm a big step on the gas and hang on to the steering wheel kind of, kind of player, but, uh, yeah, this, this game has been so good in regards to, um, for me, at least from a, from a cognitive point of view, uh, you know, uh, assessment point of view that, uh, how I fast evaluations, don't second guess, don't get too deep, don't get AP, just look at it, scan it, break it down and then move on, right? Step on the gas and hang on to the steering wheel. Absolutely. So those are the three games that, I, that I've played as of late. And uh, uh, we are coming up to another Gamer's Garage. And I'm stuck. I don't know what to play. I think I want to play Tyrants of the Underdark. I think I want to play uh, Hansa Teutonica. I think I might want to play El Grande with that expansion. Right? So uh, we'll get back to you on what happened. And something's going to happen. This episode of Cardboard Conjecture is proudly sponsored by Dragon's Den Games, located in the Louis VIII Mall on H Street in Saskatoon. Swing by Dragon's Den Games and let Darren, Al, and the awesome staff help you out in search for great board games, role-playing games, miniature systems, and all of the related accessories. Be a part of their gaming communities that have scheduled events in their great gaming area. Dragon's Den Games, Louis VIII Mall on 8th Street in Saskatoon. Hey there and welcome back. It's time for the Top 5 Show. And before we get started, I'd like to welcome back to the episode our cardboard cohorts, Mr. Rao Gaming Rants and Reviews Ryan and uh, Robin Anna Marie from the Meeple Dungeon. But before we get into the Top 5 we have to let the author of the list explain to us what the top five is. So Ryan, it was your turn. So let us know what, what we're going to be gushing all over this, uh, this top five well, show. Well, my initial idea got all chuckles when I said top five games you can play on the can. So. I, actually, I actually made that list. I have that list. Yeah. And so most of the games are on my phone. So, you know. <laughs> so I sent a message to the crew here and I said, okay, Pick an IP, an intellectual property, something you know you're passionate about, favorite, could be whatever. And I said, top five games you would retheme into that IP. So top five games we're going to retheme into one of our favorite intellectual properties. All right, and it's uh, you get to you get to call out the the order. Call out the order. Okay, I'm going to let Rob rest his voice, so he'll go last. All right. <laughs> uh, but we'll start with Norm. Oh, okay. Um, uh, so before we get going, because we had mentioned there's so many IPs, I've flip-flopped. And so I'm going to quickly say the IPs that didn't make, that were just like this close. And um, so uh, um, The Matrix. Ooh. Right? Oh, that didn't make my list. Uh, the Jason Bourne series. Yep. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. Um, the Expanse. Oh, yeah. Right? Yeah. So those didn't make my list. What What is my IP that I've selected is Bond, James Bond. Oh, cool. All right. Oh, right on. All right. Because, I mean, I remember watching it. Okay, I'm not that old that Sean Connery, but, I mean, uh, when I was a kid, it was Roger Moore, who is probably the most mannequin-like of the James Bond characters. 
and uh, sort of like, okay, we we won't we won't look back on Roger Moore because you know a gun and a martini. Come on, really. And um, <laughs> so uh, yeah, I'm gonna go from uh, the the. I, I, there's not really a, or like a hierarchy of of which ones, but I'm gonna save the juicy ones for the end. So um, uh, James Bond, and uh, I thought the first um, the re-theming um, has to be uh, take the game Adrenaline and put James Bond in it. Okay. And, and, and I, I, yeah, the, well, the, the thing I put was sometimes you just need to shoot your way out with the briefcase. <laughs> <laughs> and to, uh, to me, there was just so many angles that you could go, you could have like a modular board that you could have different villain layers. You could have, you know, different, um, uh, locations with different objectives as you go through this adrenaline, um, kind of inspired game. So yeah, that was, that was my first thing was right away. It was like, come on, well, he's got the gun and he's got all the toys and you, you go to your little lab and you go get some new things and you go out. And I thought that right, would right. be that, yeah, yeah. Very, very like N64 golden eye yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. style type thing. I like I that. I can dig it. Uh, that was most of my first year university. So there you go. <laughs> I, I had that game. So yeah, that's my first one is uh, James Bond and uh, Adrenaline. And I, it's funny because I do have in brackets, Goldeneye. Exactly. <laughs> Good start. Good start. Oh, there go. Okay, I, I'm, I'm juiced up for this episode now. This is exactly <laughs> how I think it's planning out. Anne-Marie, <laughs> what you got? Okay. So if we're going with the ones that we didn't go with. Yeah. Um, okay. So... We'll just say right at the top, like my favorite is Little Mermaid and, you know, they've got Villainous and they've got all those games. So I didn't do that one. Um, and I love Lord of the Rings and I love Harry Potter and like, but those have been done. So the ones that didn't make my list or that I was really flip-flopping on uh, was Armageddon Ooh. <laughs> and all right. um, Braveheart. Ooh. Oh, and then a little bit odd, the things we do in the shadows. All right. So I don't know if any of you have seen that. It's a, have you have either of you seen that? Just the trailer, I, just like so I, I, I just literally had a conversation with a coworker about this like last week. Oh really? <laughs> <laughs> so it's just it's a mockumentary about vampires living in right now, and it's just outrageous. It's hilarious. But anyways, so those are the ones that I didn't do, but that I was flip flopping on. What I chose to do was Con Air. Oh, yes. So, oh, I like it. So that's, and go. I had a lot of fun making Let's this. Let's go. Hillbilly Nicholas Cage. Right? And so funny, Norm, that your first game was Adrenaline, because when I, it's not, when I was looking, I almost had it on my list, but I was ah. like, I don't feel right putting a game on that I haven't played. It's just from what I had heard about it that I was like, I think this could fit. That's legit, so, yeah. <laughs> my first one, and this one I just, um, it's going to be out there, so go with me on this. I've, they get better. But my first one is Welcome to the Moon. Because I think you could make such like eight different like scenarios that you have to play through to um that are all ramping up right they all ramp up to the to the end there and i think it would be just fun um it's an awesome game so i think just having nick cage's face right on the front and yeah yeah so welcome to the the moon right 
Yeah, I think they could do a lot with it. Just have, yeah. Interesting. And, and the expansion could be the mullet, right? Yeah, <laughs> right. Oh. <laughs> but oh. yeah, so that was, that was my first one. That's cool. I've, cool. I've not played, the, is welcome, so the welcome to the moon, is that like welcome to that you have that card set or did they change that completely? So welcome to the moon, it's like you've got, um, it's like welcome to, right? Like have yeah. you played just the regular yeah, one, yeah, welcome yeah. to? So Welcome to the Moon is more, it plays on a storyline and it has, there are eight different game boards. So there are four that are front and back. And so, and they're all separate. So they start at like, okay, you're preparing for your launch and then- Progressive kind of thing. Yeah. Oh, cool. um, Now I get it. Yeah. yeah, And each game plays very differently. Like you don't think like, how can this game play even more differently than the last four times. Oh, it still is different. So yeah, it's, it's really good. That's very cool. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> okay. Ryan, you're taking honors, right? Cause Robbie, uh, with the, I'm going to bring up Rob last year. Um, wow. Okay. You guys totally went in a different direction than I thought. And this is awesome. This is like amazing. <laughs> James Bond, Con Air. I would have said Con Air board games. I'm losing it. I'm losing it. This is awesome. Um, so I went back and forth between two constantly. So the one that I didn't go with is that I didn't go with Dragon Ball Z, even though I wanted to. It's like so, so, so bad. Um, yeah. I, think there's, I think there's still lots of room in the gaming hobby for Dragon Ball Z, like a good Dragon Ball Z game. Mm-hmm. Um, but the one I did end up going with is we're starting to see a little bit more of it late recently, and that's Transformers. Nice. All right. With the good old okay. Transformers. We're starting to get a little bit more, but I think we can do better. Cartoon yeah. or movie? Well, it's got to be the cartoons. Oh, and yeah. Then, Cartoon, sure. hands down. Okay. Sure. Get, get, I was, I was worried get that Michael Bay second. stuff out of my face. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that's right. You kind of hinted with your shirt there, too. Yes. I, I purposely did it today. <laughs> um, so the first one that I would retheme to have a Transformers theme, and I think it worked really, really well, is we rethemed Pandemic. As yeah. you're playing as the Autobots yep. and the humans, and you are got to push back the onslaughts of the Decepticons invading parts up. of the world. They're awesome. All over the world, and you got to put out the fighters, you got to fight them, maybe even add a little bit of a little layer of combat. doesn't have to be very complicated or anything yeah. like that, but... Um, that pandemic system, we've already seen the pandemic system worked in completely different ways in all of their different, um, in, the, in their like series that they've got going on. Like Fall of Rome and yeah. 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 And then and they already started sprinkling, like they got the World of Warcraft um, version. So we can po- <laughs> totally, totally oh, yeah. get yeah, yeah. Transformers version. <laughs> little Transformer miniatures. Well, oh, and, the, 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 oh, new guys. and assembling oh, your team would be so cool too. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh, that's a great one. That's good. So I think we can do pandemic with <laughs> Transformers. We're defending on the onslaughts. <laughs> all, nice. all those um, Decepticons and everything. Publishers, if you're watching this episode, <laughs> take note. This, this is what this, these four people want. We are designers <laughs> for hire. Right? I know we're brainstormers. We're just, just put us in a room with a cup of coffee and we'll, we're fine. We'll come up with I'm that guy that's sitting in the back corner of your board meetings. I'm like, but you could do. (laughs) You know, what's awesome about the transformers, Ryan, is that in every, like when we were playing the deck building game in every game that you're going to say, I bet you could have that cartoon movie theme 
like oh, play yeah. the whole time. And you just yeah. and we didn't get sick of it. We just had it on repeat. <laughs> More than meets the eye. Yeah, with that computer filter on the voice. <laughs> Love it. Oh, nice. Well, transitioning to Nick Nolte. Yes. <laughs> or what did I say? Gary Busey. You got Gary Busey voice today. I actually have a good Batman voice. <laughs> <laughs> but um, yeah, sorry. I'll keep this short and sweet. Um, I was between two different IPs. Um, and I decided on this, I'm going to play a little music for you. Oh, oh I like this. What is it? Terminator. Oh, I'm like, oh. I can't really make it out yet. I was like, I'm trying to make, I'm like, oh gosh. It looks like <laughs> so familiar. <clears throat> Pardon me. I think Boring. one of the most criminally underused ips out there is terminator and it's basically not been used at all there's been a couple games i looked at mm -hmm. that looked mm, not really well rated so i thought i would create five <laughs> great terminator games nice and the first one seems like an easy one and i'm going to take yeah i'm going to go from the more obvious uh to the least obvious here and i'm going to start with an unmatched version of terminator of sarah connor versus the t-800 arnold Ooh, ouch. Yeah. and you know it I, it spells you know it it, it sells itself it's, it's <laughs> sarah connor one of the most badass women ever to be on screen versus arnold terminator one of the most badass men to ever be on screen <laughs> and it just would be an unbelievable unmatched box and i i would love to see it i'd also love to see a uh, T-800 Arnold versus the T-1000. So, well, yeah. Whatever, whichever, or both. Either way, I think that it just would be incredible. And, you know, with the way they're using Unmatched these days, uh, it would be... It makes sense. That could be one of... That could be in one of the three boxes. So, yeah. like, Sarah versus Arnold versus... Yeah, the T yeah. right? You could have all you three in yeah. box, and I don't know. I'd be all for it. I'm already, like envisioning what the the cards are like yeah it's like right. oh wow yeah you could turn this card into this power and then it could be this i, I just want to see now like arnold terminator versus the t-rex yeah. <laughs> yeah, right? Right. Totally. i'm more interested in the uh arnold one versus red riding hood there we go <laughs> yeah there we go it's so cool like it's just i don't know i restoration games if you're listening this is what you need to do this is because awesome. It's going to be amazing. Sarah Connor versus the Invisible Man. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> cool. The, the, the these are only the first ones that we yeah. have. With. We're getting this, all this fired show up, but get better. We're not getting tucked in yet. <laughs> oh my this one, God. Just, this one just came to me instantly. I was like, this has got to be. Well, it's, it's a total skirmish scenario. Yeah, it totally yeah. makes sense. Yeah. So that's where we're going to start. Cool. Oh, okay. So everybody. You did not disappoint. <laughs> this is awesome. Hi. If you like the content we're creating and the podcast episodes we're producing, please leave a happy rating on the podcast platform that you use. This would be such a great gift and would also help others find our podcast when they search for board game podcasts. 
And if you have the time, check out our new YouTube channel where we have new content every few days. Just search Cardboard Conjecture on YouTube. Thanks, eh? Right on. Okay, we're back to the top, which is me. And I'm looking at my list, which one I want to do here. And uh, um, yeah, I'm going to go with this next one. Um, uh, it's one of my favorite cooperative games. And of course, with me, every cooperative is a solo game. And being the history teacher buff, I love this game. And I thought that the way it's set up would work perfectly. And I don't know if any of you have played this, but Black Orchestra, which is that mm -hmm. Valkyrie assassinate Hitler game, right? Yeah. And and you I have it. Oh yeah, you have this map and it, um, uh, it, it per round, like I think there's seven rounds, like seven kind of event decks that you go through. And uh, as you go through these uh, uh, decks, the board opens up and then the board tightens up as you get closer to the end of the game. And this could be that whole James Bond chasing the villain, trying to get them at the right time, at the right place with the right things and the right resources. And then you're still having to successfully roll to see if you accomplish defeating that villain or in the game's actual case, assassinating Hitler. And uh, there are the events in there. I mean, as far as the thematic connection to uh, the history content, it's bang on. So in my head, I'm thinking, you could um, either take the the global arc of the the Daniel Craig series and have that be the 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 uh, the base of the game, or you could take like all the way from Sean Connery to Daniel Craig and have those events sequentially uh, created, and you have the multiple James Bond characters. You know, if you're playing cooperative, right? Mm -hmm. So I thought that would be. Um, a really cool take on uh, retheming Black Orchestra. Very cool. Definitely. Oh my gosh! I want to play that game. I haven't. I've heard about it, yeah. and it sounds awesome. But that yeah. would be. I want to play. I want to play the James Bond version. That's, that's what I'm saying. Like, I, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Cool. Yeah. Well, and the cool, cool thing about the cool thing about Black Orchestra that everybody keeps forgetting is that you can get picked up by the SS and interrogated. And if you're playing cooperative, you pick up these interrogation cards and you make a choice and you don't tell the other team. So they're like, oh, did you flip on us? Did mm. you? So that's that whole spy yeah. thing, right? Are you, are you I, I like, whose side are you on now? Are you like double playing everybody and you're playing for a third party now, right? So I thought that would be so kind of, you know, how many balls can you juggle in the air without, without you know, losing the game? So, yay. <laughs> I'm loving this one, Ryan. This is awesome. Yeah, this, this is good. Fun. Okay, I I got what's the next Nicholas? Anna Marie's up next on air. Okay, <laughs> so the next one for me, um, I chose exit the game or unlock, and Ooh. I thought that would be an awesome, um, an awesome way because you're you're on the time right. You're you're under under pressure, and they could have all sorts of like that game or that movie has tons of. Like you could find puzzles for lots of things, right? So many of the scenarios. And again, like you're saying, we're like, oh, is he, you could have just like kind of a, am I a good guy? I'm a bad guy. You can have all, all sorts of them. So I think that, um, that exit, you could have a lot of fun with it, with, um, with a game like that. I'm just flashing back to the movie and I'm like, there are so many situations yeah. where it is, I got to get out of here to get to here. And I got to yeah. get out of here to get to here. Yeah. Yeah. 
or even just the guys on the ground trying to piece together how the heck did this happen? Yeah. Thing. Oh. Yeah. Yeah. And of course, the whole being on the plane part, right? I mean, it's like, yeah. oh, that could be the big crescendo going, all right, do we crash? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yep. That's so that was, yeah. yeah. That was my second one. Now, I'm, Brian's the big one into the exit series game. So you probably, are, your brain's probably spinning right now. Yeah. I think this would really work good uh, with an unlock because that one, sometimes you have to play with the app a little mm-hmm. bit, like a little mini game on the app or something like that, which would totally work yep. with, like if you have to, like, you know, wires and stuff like that, or, oh yeah, I'm liking it. I'm like, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Just cage meeples, you know, like, yeah. like, just hilarious. I'm still, and I still can't just you get wait. over the, the greasy hair, right? It's like, yeah, yeah. Just you wait. <laughs> <laughs> okay. My next Transformers re-theme, because, you know, Transformers, it's a fairly family style type of TV show, IP, toys and whatnot. So let's get the family game going and let's retheme King of Tokyo. Ah, Giant Magic battling robots. Yep. Roll the dice and just like, you know, King of the Hill style on Cybertron. So like Cybertron's the middle. So it's like not King of Tokyo, but it's like King of Cybertron. Yeah. <laughs> and yeah, you're just like beating each other up. Who's going to be the King of Cybertron? And you get the power up cards that allow you to like transform and get like the blasters and whatnot and everything like that. Oh. Just have like these gigantic cool minute like like standees of all the transformers. Oh yeah. All thing. the mod cards. That would be awesome. And you can even do like a maybe like a team mode almost like you have your Autobots versus Decepticons. Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. Kind of going back and forth. Um like a battle yeah. line. It's a dice oh. checking madness. That would be yeah, just like it no, I I thought we need it's a family friendly IP. We need a family friendly game in there just like Chuck Dice. Easy to play. Don't have to think about it. Yeah. Right? Yeah. yeah. So, if we, it. so whoever produces King of Tokyo right now, I think it's still yeah, yellow. yellow games. Yeah. yeah. Um, and everything. If they could get like, because uh, right now it is uh, Renegade Games that has the rights to Transformers. If Renegade and Aiello can get like together and like yeah. produce a King if, of Tokyo, no, King of Sony, Cybertron. If Sony and the MCU can like you know, come together. together. There's money to be made, right? Yeah. I tell you, you start re-theming King of Tokyo with a whole bunch of different IPs that there goes, those are going to sell like hotcakes. Absolutely. Yeah. So Transformers, King of Tokyo, dice chucking madness. I like it. Robbie, how's your voice? Uh, It's hanging in there. All right. Uh, Okay. The second one we're going to do here is uh, I think one of my favorites from my list and it's, Pairing up Terminator with Hunt for the Ring. And this would be a hidden movement game where some of you are the T-800, Sarah Connor, John Connor, trying Mm. to destroy Skynet um, while being hunted by the T-1000. And I just, I don't know how it would play out, but you're trying to get from one side to the other to deliver or to destroy the thing at the end. You know, he's got to destroy the tech so that the future changes so that the T-1000 can't be sent back and so oh, you yeah. gotta change the future before he catches you sort of thing. And yeah, I just think it would be awesome. I just think, I love hidden movement. There's not a lot of good hidden movement games out there. And I think Terminator would be a good one. Oh yeah. I'm just, cause I remember that game and like you flip the board and you go into the part two of it. Yeah. Oh yeah. That would be awesome. 
And then and, that two uh, is, you know, obvious on the board and it's chasing you and it's trying to find your tracks and, and you're just trying to stay one step ahead, you know, to, and it's desperate, you know, like, I and stressful, be- very thematic. <laughs> yeah. yeah. That's a good one. Oh yeah. yeah. There'd be a lot of anxiety in that one. That's for sure. Right. Yeah. So yeah, that's, that's uh, number two. So hunt for the ring terminator. Nice. You folks, you folks are knocking this out of the park. <laughs> <laughs> far exceeded my expectations. So Good. far. So far. Nice. Uh, All right. Back to the top. Here we go. Um, uh, yeah, I'm going to go with this one. I played this once just before we went into lockdown. And uh, I think it was before, you know, I'm, my memory's gone. It could have been last week. Um, uh, and uh, I thought this would work so well just because it's a spy thing, right? And a lot of times, spies, the last thing you trust are other spies, right? And uh, I thought that uh, Nemesis would be a great one trying to get out of the villain's lair, right? Because mm-hmm. the whole, you know, it's like, oh, we got the, you know, the countdown's on. We got to get yep. out before it blows up or, you know, there's always some finality or destruction or, you know, uh, um, ruin of the villain's uh, uh, abode, you know, come on, the guys put some time into it, you know, maybe watch some home improvement shows. But, um, <laughs> but I thought that Nem- that would be great for the simple fact that you got to make your way through. And then of course, right at the end, there could be a Sean Bean character yep. who <laughs> does a little flip and oh, by the way, yeah, that helicopter you're going to get on is going to blow up. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, so yeah, I thought that would be a really cool uh, fit for that whole idea of, uh, of the countdown happening. You got to get out of the layer and, uh, don't trust everybody that's around you because they're, you know, I mean, you're all nodding your heads like, yeah, I get it. It's like <laughs> that whole idea for me, uh, makes sense with this IP. Totally. It would oh, work awesome. Cool. And make a side stop to go play some Baccarat or poker or something yeah. like that. <laughs> <laughs> There's a He's casino. Let's stop. Yeah. 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 One of the rooms is a casino room. <laughs> yeah. So yeah. And, and, and yeah, that was, that was stuck on that one. I wasn't thinking it was a good one or not, but I thought, nah, man, it's like, there's always the, 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 you know, we're blowing up the ship or we're blowing up the, the hideout in the volcano. Wait, that's uh, exactly. Austin Powers. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> oh, wait, there's another good IP. Okay. Oh, definitely. <laughs> Sexy. You had just said home improvements, and I was like, that would also have been a good one. <laughs> uh, so yeah, James Bond using Nemesis board game. I think that would be a good fit. Interesting. Yes. Anna Marie. Okay. So with this one, I also went Ryan um, to more of a child, like a family friendly game, but with Con Air. So just go with it. But <laughs> I said. Um, to retheme for Con Air, Rhino Hero Super Battle. Uh, <laughs> and like the plane. Yeah. yeah, you could yeah, have yeah. like whatever you're building up, and you could you, you'd have your talk about your like Nicolas Cage meeple, right? Yeah. You'd have your little character, yep. and just again like rolling dice, so something easy, but just playing into the fun of of the theme, <laughs> and um, yeah, yeah, you have different, you know, you different um objectives you need to meet and to to move up and yeah but yeah just, oh gosh this is awesome i just think that you could have a card deck where it has like quotes from the movie that you have to say in a nicholas cage voice right <laughs> yeah. yeah 
Cool. Yeah. That's uh, oh, con, I would have never put a dexterity game and con air together. Yeah. <laughs> this is a good topic, right? Up there, but you know. oh, no, there's nothing that's far off. I had fun with them. Oh, oh no, that's awesome. So, my next pick for Transformers is our first crossover of the lists. It's already been mentioned once, but Unmatched. Oh, right. Be a great system. Oh, yeah. Unmatched. I also put Funkoverse, like Unmatched Funkoverse yeah. style game of just these miniatures, guys, card play, whatnot, moving around the map, just battling. You just have your Autobot. You got your Optimus Prime versus Megatron box. I like, yep. like, yep. like, like There we go. Like two of the biggest names in Transformers. Just duke it out, battle it out. Yep. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Megatron oh, yeah. versus Starscream. <laughs> you can have fun with the cards too, man. That would be. And the yeah. allies. I mean, the allies. You. I mean, you could probably have now, like the now whole. They could, team. Now they can do. They could do a total revamp of the system to be the first time ever where it's like it's a four box, but you got Optimus Prime and his semi. And yeah. Form beat between the two. That'd be amazing. Transform between the two. And then you got, well, Mega, like you got a, Megatron and yeah. his, like, ah. um, his, his, or Starscream and his um, plane mode. Yeah, yeah like the like Alice in Wonderland, miniatures. it alternates from like big to small, big to small. So that would be, mechanically yeah. speaking, makes sense. Yeah. yeah. That'd be cool. Yeah. Or wow. if you just wanted to just play just Optimus Prime, cool. Or if you wanted to play just as his semi, <laughs> that would just be amazing too. Isn't that a Stephen King show? Wait, no, sorry. Yeah, that's no, Steam, so. yeah, I believe it's called Maximum Overdrive. Yo, that's right. That's right. Okay. Which uh, has like the crappiest soundtrack by ACDC ever. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they had to pay the bill somehow. <laughs> uh, so unmatched Funkoverse with Transformers. I love it. Now I want to see Optimus Prime versus T-1000. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Now we're talking. Here, here we go. Here we go. Gigantic Robots. Just battling each other out. I think Bruce there's actually a board game. Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. Cool. Hey. Good Robbie, Rob. <clears throat> okay. This one I'm going to cheat a little bit because one of the two games I haven't actually played, but I know for a fact it would work well because it has to do with time travel. So we're talking about anachrony oh. in Terminator uh, theme. Because I know that in anachrony, things that you do in the past affect the future and, and so forth. And you can th bring things back from the past and bring them to the future or to the present and so forth. And I just think it would be amazing. Other Another game you could throw in this would be The Loop. Or that time you, you killed have, me. You could have uh, like Terminators coming back in time to attack you and they're coming in various areas and you got to, you know, you got to deal with this randomness of them appearing in random places, screwing around with what you're trying to accomplish and, and trying to murder you, <laughs> you know? So like well, I just yeah. think anything time travel-y would work really well Terminator-wise, so. That makes sense with like sending components back and forth yeah, and right? technology, right? Yeah. yeah. yeah this could be even be a game, like if you're doing anachrony, this could be you actually playing as Skynet. Exactly. And things back. Yeah, you could like either way, any way you want to look at it. Whatever would work better is, I, I think there's something to be had there, though, for sure. Hmm. I like it. Nice. Yeah, I, I love time really travel. Like, oh, my goodness. Because I really like anachrony, so I really like that idea. 
I think it'd be cool. So time travel nice. game Terminator. This episode is supported by the incredible team at Breakout Escape and Board Game Lounge here in Saskatoon. Using industry-leading technology, Breakout Escape Rooms are all 100% uniquely designed by the team to ensure their patrons have maximum fun while staying safe. As well, they are a fully licensed board game lounge with over 400 titles to select from to ensure fun for every gamer new and experienced. Be sure to check them out at BreakoutSask.com. At Breakout Escapes and Board Game Lounge, they believe that life is more fun when you play games. Back to the top again. This is awesome. I'm deciding which one to, to like leave for the last year. Um, Kate, um, I'm going to go with this one. Um, the, obviously, James Bond, there's always good guys, bad guys, right? And a lot of time, it's, uh, it's, you're trying to hunt them down. And you're trying to foil what they're trying to accomplish. Because it's always these little scaffolded kind of, we need this, the villain needs this, then the villain needs this, right? And I thought... Man, uh, Star Wars Rebellion would be such a great version. But Ooh. you flip the table where MI6 is playing where the, the Empire would usually be. And the, the villains are the ones with the secret hideout that are trying desperately to stay hidden. And uh, I, th I thought that, again, um, the Daniel Craig series would be uh, because it, it has that long arc. And uh, that that connectivity would work great. And I mean, you could even have like additions going. Here's the Sean Connery. Here's the Roger Moore. Roger Moore would be like a casino, and that's it. Right. right? Um, <laughs> but uh, yeah, no, I thought Rebellion would be great because there's all, like I said, there's all these little things you can foil, these little missions you go out and to try to accomplish. And there in that world, there are so many characters that um, that are, are great in assisting. Um, like, I mean, like, who would want, who would, wouldn't want to have Le Chiffre as part of your, you know, go and take <laughs> care of this, right? Um, so yeah, Star Wars Rebellion, rethemed as James Bond. I like it. That, you know, okay. it's so funny when you do things like this and they just segue perfectly. And I love it. <laughs> so I'm jumping right into my next one. My next one I chose for Con Air. Um, is uh, shadows over Camelot, and the same, <laughs> the All same right. way, Norm, where you said you flipped it, where like Nicholas Cage would have to be like the um, the assassin almost, right? Like he's the the hidden traitor, I yeah. guess, kind of, because he's the one like everybody would be playing as like the bad guys on the plane, right. and then you'd be like, you'd draw the card, be like, oh, I'm the good guy. <laughs> and you'd have to like kind of flip it and play it backwards. And I thought, yeah. Oh, that <laughs> so, would totally work. Yeah. Back, and, and, and as far as what I'm remembering with the movie, there are a lot of little things that thematically um, are, are, are mission-like, right? That this has to accomplish for them to yep. get this to happen. Oh, yeah, yeah. Be yeah. Great. And him trying to stay hidden as the... As the like good a, guy, the insider, right? <laughs> well, like, and yeah. he's uh, correct me if I'm wrong, but he's still communicating as the good guy, but in in like secret. And that cover, yeah. I think it yeah. just about gets blown about two three times in the movie. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, nice. Oh, yeah. Thanks. Sweet. Shadows over Camelot. <laughs> <I like it. laughs> Connor. 
<laughs> so Ryan, Ryan's just thinking about that yeah, because mine mine segues off of Anne Marie's. Nice. <laughs> as in, um, there's so many opportunities, and we've seen it so many times in the Transformers story arcs and everything like that, because Decepticons can be can pretend to be Autobots quite oftentimes. And that's how they kind of sneak and infiltrate things. So I didn't go like that route, but I went with more of like a Battlestar Galactica oh, type of nice. re-theme. Like yeah. we already got it with Unfathomable. I think I said that right. <laughs> <laughs> but if you did it with Transformers and they're no, you're trying to get from, you're, you're trying to get from Cybertron to Earth or Earth back to some sort of place, but some Decepticons have snuck aboard as well. Yeah. Type thing, and you can't really tell who's who's what. They've kind of they've swapped out their logos. That everybody looks kind of the same. They're all just gigantic robots, <laughs> <laughs> eventually type of thing. And so, yeah, I think if you had that kind of that hidden traitor type of game, and you're going around the ship trying to just know make sure things are happening and everything like that, things are still bombarding you in space. Like you got to defend yeah. against the asteroids and stuff like that. Maybe, maybe some actual Decepticons are actually trying to you know attack you while you're trying to get from point A to point B and whatnot, while in the midst, there are the betrayers amongst everybody. So That's I think awesome. that Battlestar Galactica, that unfathomable, <laughs> I just like trying to I say can it. Edit. I can edit that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, just insert a robot voice over top of me. Um, but I think that system would lend its very well to like a Transformers universe of- Oh, definitely. Yeah. Hidden yeah, traders and whatnot. So, oh, yeah. Well, I mean, yeah. in their name, more De- than deception. Deception. Yeah. yeah, it works. That that's the name of the game. More than meets the eye. More than meets like the it. eye. Nice. Love yeah. it. And then everybody in their head are thinking robots in disguise. Yeah. Disguise. <laughs> Robbie, why, why is my microphone not doing my robot voice? Right. right? <laughs> <laughs> Well, it just so happens that this segues well into mine <laughs> because mine is the exact same unfathomable Battlestar Galactica Mantis Falls version of Terminator, Ooh. where at the beginning of the game, everyone starts out as, well, there's one person that would start out as John Connor and that will not change. So that person's always John Connor. But then you also have Sarah Connor and you have T-800 Arnold and maybe a couple other characters. And it you're given out at the beginning of the game. Maybe everyone's on the level, maybe not. And then partway through the game, someone will have changed into the T-1000. And they're, because he, you know, he morphs into whatever shape and size he wants to be. Yeah. And he's coming for you. You don't know if he's against you right from the beginning or not, but you know by the midpoint, at least one of these people is out to get me. And it's all about trying to keep John Connor alive and who John Connor decides to trust in mm-hmm. the crew of, of people. And I think that That's there's a good game there for sure. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Wow. Agreed. So, That's awesome that you guys had that. We were all, we're all on like the same. Could yeah. you, can you tell we play similar style of game? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I don't know. Cool. I just I thought it was obvious. Like it just be, oh man, being John Connor, you know, that one card, you're dealt that card at the beginning of the game. Okay. I know I'm John. I've got to survive this. I think these people are on the level. I'm not really sure. And then I know by the midpoint that someone is definitely trying to get me and it's who do I trust? Who do I not trust? Who do I push out? You know, the skepticism in the whole game would be brilliant. It'd be amazing. Yeah. 
So yeah. that's, that's uh, who's a fantasy flight. They need to be listening. So. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Fantasy flight. We gave you a whole bunch of oh, really, really good ones right here. Yeah. Well, we should, we should be like the cardboard think tank. Right. <laughs> totally. Yep. Yep. The guy at the back of the room. Hmm. All right. This is our last, last go at it. Yeah. This is our top. All right. So the game that I held off for now um, is a game that uh, I, I'm, I'm not really deep into it, but uh, I'm, I'm digging it. Um, I'm very familiar with its, its system because you can either just play like a scenario situation or you can play a complete story arc situation. Um, and uh, I think that James Bond would fit well into Arkham Horror, the car, living card game. Um, Interesting. Just Ooh. for the resources you could pull up, just for um, uh, like, and, and your chaos bag could just be the ability to have your backup there or your, your ability to like, I mean, if you're doing that parkour stuff, right? In the beginning casino, well, hey, guess what? Book, I fell off. Right. And, <laughs> and, and I, I injured myself, right? There's just so many cool possibilities that that chaos bag could deliver some variability into uh, what you think would be a very deterministic card play, right? Oh, I got this. I, I totally got this. I have the gun. Oh, misfire on my gun. Oh, crap. Right. Click, click, <laughs> throw the gun, run. Right. Yeah. <laughs> um, I think that considering all of the stories in that um, James Bond repertoire, there could be so many booster packs of just different villains, different gear, different this, yeah. different that. Oh, yeah. Be, yeah. Fantasy Flight, come on, listen up. Have <laughs> all your campaign boxes. Here's your GoldenEye box. Yeah. The GoldenEye yeah. campaign like, type thing. Each, each movie could have its own box, right? I mean, totally. it would just be that, yeah. that uh, you know, immersive. <laughs> Ryan's just like, wow, you're digging yeah. this. I yeah, there's another there's another LCG I'd buy all into. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, I don't have, own enough of those already. Yeah. <laughs> so ah, Arkham Horror, I think the that uh, LCG would fit well into this into this it world. Mm. Nice. Anne Marie? So, yeah, this uh this is actually I think my favorite one for <laughs> for the Con Air IP and it also comes with an expansion and I'll get to that after. <laughs> She's got the expansion plan too. <laughs> so this one, um, just playing into the fun of Nicolas Cage. Um, I thought it would be awesome to retheme Picture Perfect for Con Air. Okay. <laughs> and you've got like so <laughs> trying not so to you, laugh. <laughs> so you could have imagine you could have different backdrops right like you'd have different um so for the different like major scenes in the movie yeah. and then you could have a couple different um you could have a couple different poses for them mm -hmm. but but you just think <laughs> of the different cards right so you've got like nick cage and like you pull the one and he's like like doesn't want to be next to malkovich or like Big and then and yeah Malkovich, right and then malkovich pulls like I must have, I must be like in front of explosives. And then the other one, it's like, and then you have, you could have like Nick Cage being like, I don't want to be seen. I need to be behind this airplane. And so you have to like, just the pictures I think that you could make with this just for fun would be hilarious. And just trying to, yeah, you still have that part of the gameplay, but just the pictures that would come out of it with Nicolas Cage with his hair, 
like flowing, right? And uh, like, I just imagine that big cover scene, right? Where there's that huge explosion and he's like running, but he wants to be hidden. So you can't see him. (laughs) Just see the wavy, greasy hair in the background. Yeah, just behind. Um, But yeah, picture perfect. And then I was thinking a fun expansion would be just like all of Nicolas Cage's characters. Not like on air, but like just all of them together. And Sorcerer's so Apprentice. You have like a whole bunch of different Nicolas Cages that you're putting in pictures together. Valley and, Girl. Right. National Treasure. Yeah. <laughs> oh, so, that'd be hilarious. He's off, he's off the rock. Yeah. yeah. So... <laughs> That was just, I had fun with that one. Oh, I'm, I'm trying not to laugh because it's it's hurting. That one I would definitely buy. Oh, that would be, that would be way too oh, funny. I want the Nick Cage expansion pack. Yeah, exactly. You can have the Nick Cage expansion pack to any game. Anything. Yeah. <laughs> That's right. Yeah, and then the title would always be, Are You Serious? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. Where's my gig? All right, Ryan. This is good. Dish it up. Stuff. Okay. Uh, My last one, which is my ultimate dream of a Transformers style game, is yet another crossover from somebody else's list. And that was Star Wars Rebellion. Ah, (laughs) nice. Of course, there's the Empire, which are the Decepticons. Yeah. And they're out hunting this is after the war of cybertron where the the decepticons have pushed out the autobots and the autobots are out into the universe now and they are in hiding and they are trying to just survive yep and the decepticons are hunting them down and so like- here we go and then of course instead of like there being the big death star that's controlled by like, the empire and the decepticons there's a neutral party of Unicron that is hunting both Decepticons and Autobots at the same time. So it's kind of moving across the map. It could be like an event deck or something. Yeah. 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 As he's going and he's eating worlds and whatnot, and he's just consuming things all the while the Autobots are just trying to survive and fulfill some of these missions. And the, and the Decepticons are just trying to find those damn Autobots. Where are they? And of course your main, in your, in your main, Resources, energon. They're, you're you're harvesting energon out of all these different systems and everything like that. So, I think Star Wars Rebellion fits perfectly with that cat and mouse of the Decepticons hunting down the Autobots. It would be amazing. It'd be amazing, That's especially awesome. that yeah. um, uh, Unicron uh, thing happening would be amazing. Yeah, well, that would. I mean, that would just tighten up the board as the game progresses, and it would oh, make yeah. it would ratchet up the tension for sure. Yeah. Or this yeah. could even this could even be set in like where like that movie like that the 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 movie take place, and it's like not necessarily the Decepticons, but it's like Unicron and Galvatron going and hunting all of these Autobots and everything like that. It could just it could be like that, but oh, I I just want something like that—a good cat and mouse style <laughs> game. Amazing. Yeah, that'd be good. And the mini- and the awesome. miniatures would be awesome and amazing. <laughs> yeah, agreed. Any any yeah any um. Any miniature would be good with that. With I mean, that thing, the Transformers, yeah. Instant buy. Absolutely. All right, yeah. Robbie, wrap this baby up. I'm gonna wrap this up. Fireworks in, and everything. In style. <laughs> <laughs> so thematically, the world is pretty much come to an end. 
and John Connor has survived. However, he's put together the resistance against Skynet. And there's no better game that could make this happen than Star Wars Rebellion. <laughs> <laughs> and it would be just amazing. It would be John Connor and the resistance hiding out in their little spot on the earth and the Skynet is going crazy and stuff is coming from the past and from the future. And John Connor's just trying to run out the clock and, 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 uh, destroy skynet and i it just it writes itself It'd be amazing but yes star wars revenge. i'm i'm just like i'm just I'm floored just that we floored that we have triple yep. yeah <laughs> okay, good it'll be too good i couldn't fit star wars amazing on air. <laughs> the, the, if, uh, if, you, if you would have started this show saying that we would have had this much crossover out of all of these games, no, no. all of these shell behind us, that we yeah. would have actually picked some of these same ones. Obviously, these games have left a lasting impression mm-hmm. yeah. on us. And then we're like, you know what? I think if they just twisted it this way, we got a right. game. Yeah, well, and a lot of the games, too, that are like archetypal in regards to good versus evil, right? Or yeah. cat and mouse. Um I mean, thematically speaking, or structurally speaking, they just plug in perfectly. And they do. yeah, that, that the Terminator, they all make sense, like legitimately in regards, and my brain is just like cooking up going, oh yeah, the map could be this, and the cards yeah. could be this, and the tracks could be this, and oh yeah, yeah, yeah. It'd be so good, so, so good. <laughs> Star Wars Rebellion, just, you know, one of the best games ever made, clearly. It just would work on for so many reasons for so all different games. levels. That's yeah. awesome. Well, this are is. There, are there any games? Did, do we want to do a rapid fire of games that didn't make our list? Oh well, yeah. I'll start off. Uh, the the <laughs> one I love that uh, the one that didn't make it because you guys were like the hidden movement. Um, mind management. Oh yeah. James Bond recruiting other spies and yeah, that'd be and, awesome. Yeah, and and so. It, it, it didn't make the list because I thought, well, there's a lot of, and, I, and there's a lot of things, nuances that I have not yet experienced in mind management to, to, and, you know, to be able to go, oh yeah, this would fit nice. But I thought, I thought that would be a great um, uh, kind of game or um, uh, letters from uh, uh, Whitechapel. Right, mm-hmm. where the yep. villain or the villain does a crime and goes back, but the the home base would change because you know scene to scene oh. it changes. So yeah, that that was that's one that didn't make. And um, funny enough, I have pandemic. Oh, <laughs> nice. Right, cool. where the villains will just all of a sudden boop in London. What are they doing in London? Oh my, we got to get there now. Like who are we sending? Right. So right. I thought that those two games would would have fit, but the other ones fit a lot better. Mm-hmm. Well, those are good. Anna Marie, do you got one, one's uh, games that, like Ryan said, that just Yeah. Made? Yeah, it's actually kind of funny that you said the letters at uh, Whitechapel. I Luke actually, and Louie. Right? <laughs> <laughs> I I had thought about uh, Mr. Jack, putting Mr. Mm. Jack on. And again, it would have been the trying I to... Mr. Jack. Because he's pretending to be the bad guy. And so just trying to figure out how that would have worked. It didn't quite make it, but that's when I was, I was thinking of. Um, and... There were some that I really wanted to get on the list, but I just couldn't make it match. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, um, what was it? I was really trying to get viticulture in there, but no matter how I thought of it, I couldn't 
make fit that square peg didn't want to fit in the triangle hole yeah, i couldn't make it work with conair but <laughs> yeah cool ryan did you have a couple yeah so i was like i in in my back of my mind i've always wanted like a transformers version of say like eclipse or twilight imperium but i just didn't know how that would actually work with the politics yeah. and the combat and whatnot um so those ones really didn't fit um i, I did want an lcg like like a marvel champions style lcg but yep. i don't need another lcg so i don't <laughs> have those um i didn't put like a big box miniatures like completing missions game because Renegade Games is going to be coming out with a Transformers big box miniatures complete missions style game. We have no idea when it's going to coming. Um, they're looking at the success of the GI Joe one currently. And so I think if that one's successful, which I believe it is, um, they're going to create the Transformers. Version. Oh, yeah. They actually have the IP Get to the it. production model working. Yeah. Cool. But I was, all, but if it was going to be a big box miniature complete missions, I want something like, Lord of the Rings Journeys in Middle Earth that has an app assisted. Yeah. Type yeah. That goes along yeah. with it or like a Descent Legends of the Dark. Yeah. Type of scenario yeah. type thing. Right. But yeah. Robbie. Those ones those ones made my shot. I had one. I had one. I was I was trying to figure out a way to make Dune Imperium work. And Ooh. it uh, it just because it you know it has several different factions, but I liked the idea of like the actual mechanics of uh, you know uh worker placement and and uh hand building you know uh so or deck building um and uh i thought like oh that'd be cool in some way but it it would only work with several different factions and there's really only the two factions for the the story so didn't really work but as you were saying your last one what do you think about netrunner yeah netrunner awesome oh yeah yeah Yeah, that would be a good one skynet hack the system yeah yeah Yeah. that'd be excellent fantastic cool well you know ryan this was such a fantastic list i'm intimidated i'm the last one to pick a top five before we get back to the top of the cycle and uh i I got some big footprints to put my feet into because holy moly this was you can always steal top five games to play on the can (laughs) (laughs) you can always have that one yeah we'll call it the loo list (laughs) <laughs> I love it. Um, uh, so before we wrap this up, uh, Ryan and uh, and uh, Robin and Anna Marie, uh, let everybody know where you guys can be found. So Ryan, Mr. Rao sure. Gaming, Rants and Reviews, where can we Rao find you? Rants and Reviews, all up on YouTube. Got some reviews coming out. And I've got a whole bunch of collaborations that are coming out in a really short amount of time. So um, look for those. And I've got my rants. I've got I actually stock. I, I set out a Twitter message and some people gave me some awesome ideas for some rants that I'm going to have firing up here. So uh, stay tuned to my YouTube channel, Mr. Rouse Gaming Rants <laughs> and Reviews. Cool. And Meeple Dungeon. Yeah. What's going on? We, we, again, we've been Rob and Anna Marie from the Meeple Dungeon. And uh, we've been trying to record cord the last couple of weeks and it's just it's not happening because i've been sick and it's been rough i was sick so it was like a couple of weeks off yeah. and then we did one and now rob's been sick for a couple and weeks it's, so it's just been a really tough go here but we did record episode 35 uh almost two weeks ago now and it uh has got us just about at the thousand downloads uh point right now so nice yeah so 36 we're gonna record in a couple of days and hopefully my voice is better by then if not i don't care i'm just gonna do it anyway so <laughs> right on I'll just talk like batman yeah, yeah. <laughs> a michael keaton and, uh, yeah. voice 
Yes. That's it. Yeah. We're, we're, <laughs> right we're going to plug away here soon. Cool. Well, uh, once again, thank you so much for taking the time to come and like, you know, have fun talking about board games. And <laughs> I'm still thank fired you. up about this list. I'm like, man, I, I, we got, somebody's got to make these games. Yeah, we need, this we need to start a publishing company. <laughs> We are at that time where I love to say thank you so much for listening to what we have to say about board games. And thank you so much once again to uh, Ryan from Mr. Rao Gaming Rants and Reviews and Rob and Anna Marie from the Meeple Dungeon. Please check them out. So much great content. And uh, that being said, I'm your host, Norm, and I'll catch you later. This has been an episode of Cardboard Conjecture, and you can find more about the podcast on Twitter at BC Board Gamers, and you can find the podcast on YouTube by searching Cardboard Conjecture and on Board Game Geek Guild number 4045. If you wish to contact the podcast, you can email norm at cardboardconjecture.com. Thanks, eh?